When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holler at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. Tonight on Black Girl Stuff. they love you then the next day they, they hate, hate you. you is it okay to have no filter on social media i was so scared to talk mm. b simone stops by the bg house to talk about finding happy they're calling me an abw an angry black woman no you. they just might do some shit and i'll cut your ass <laughs> off des dior gets real about her future being a bad bitch ain't easy <laughs> and her impact on atlanta Plus, I get intergalactic with the one and only Kid Cudi. I wanted this, the story to start off with Jabari with, a, like, a clean slate. Fat Joe and I celebrate hip-hop. It's the only natural resource the United States really has. Good morning, gorgeous. Mary J. Blige teams up with Hologic for breast cancer awareness. I just had an aunt pass away from breast cancer and um, lung cancer. But first, we go in the comments to find out who is responsible for covering the bill for your birthday. If you want us here to celebrate, then you need to pay. Just say y'all don't know how to be good mother friends. All that and more tonight on Black, Black Girl, Girl Stuff. Welcome back to Black Girl Stuff. Tonight, let's go in the comments to discuss who should cover the bill for your birthday. Okay, birthdays are always a discussion. It happens every year, we all have them, but many women have different expectations on how their birthday should be celebrated. And the biggest debate is who should cover the tab. Let's take a look at this video. There's a difference between asking somebody to attend something and then saying that you are hosting something and extending an invite. I saw so many people in the comment section saying, well, if you want us here to celebrate, then you need to pay. Just say y'all don't know how to be good mother friends. And on the other end, stop inviting your broke friends out to do shit that you know they can't afford to do and then get mad when they look at you to handle the mother bill. Ah! And Justin LaVoy posted, women will end lifelong friendships over a birthday dinner. <laughs> Ladies, is he right? Like, would you cut off a friend if they missed your birthday dinner without notice or canceled last minute mm. and it wasn't an emergency? Uh, yes, because first of all, you need to... Ex <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was quick. Right. That was quick. Because I've done it before. Yes, I've oh. cut people off for missing dinner. So imagine it being my birthday dinner. If you're not going to give me notice, unless something really bad happened to you, and I completely understand that. But the thing is, is that I'm looking for reliable people in my life mm -hmm. and if you're doing that like you, you know what I mean like come on I would never do you like that so what's the point of us being friends if I can't count on you I think for me it's more so if that consistently happens right. you know if I'm inviting you consistently mm -hmm. and year over year you got something going on that 
means, you know, mm -hmm. there's a lot of tit for tat going on. It's tit, tit, tit. It's time that... for me to tat back. And yeah, that means back. cutting you off, right? I agree with that, Akina. Yeah. That's my standpoint, too. Like, I'm, I don't cut you off immediately off the first birthday dinner, mm -hmm. but it's noted. But when your birthday rolls around, I definitely reciprocate that energy. And I take note to it. And I actually even had a friend, like, plan my entire... Well, I was planning my birthday. Mm. She told me, hey... Don't you do it. Let us do it as your friends. She decided to plan my birthday dinner, but it got down to the wire and she didn't have any plans. So my See, boyfriend then no, my boyfriend then swept in, saved the day, planned everything, and then she didn't even show up. Wow. So I was, Well, she shouldn't well, have even been different. invited, low-key. Like, how are you going to leave you hanging just she, like that at the last minute? She, she knew she wasn't going to be invited, so she planned it. So <laughs> that, 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 that was a No breeze too nice, because I cut her off. Yeah. I didn't cut her off. I did know yeah. it, though, and it's just like, when your oh, birthday yeah, come around, something. don't that's expect the, me to pull out the bells but and whistles. I don't have time for that pettiness, though. It's like, mm -hmm. bro, like, you already showed me your true colors. Like, for me, there's no reason why you can't reach into your phone and be like, hey, I can't make it or I'm going to be late. That's it. That's all you have to say. If you would have just right. took the time to say that, the 30 seconds, 10 seconds it would have took, then we could have, you know, saved our friendship. But I'm going to tell you right now, play me like that. Like, I'm not going to, you know what I mean? I only got one birthday this year. You never know if I'll make it to the next birthday. This is an important birthday. Okay. That's the fact. You know, like, yeah. sorry, have you ever cut somebody off? Right no, because my friends wouldn't do that. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no, I wouldn't cut them off because it's according to why. Somebody could have died. They didn't feel like talking. Something could have happened. Car broke down. They didn't want to, something. But I do feel like, yeah, out of responsibility wise, you can at least shoot a text like, hey, I don't think I'm gonna make it. Or okay. make it up the next time. Yeah, like, you know, maybe you know, solo. Or we make could it up and be like, you know yeah. what, tomorrow mm -hmm. I'm gonna take you out to dinner exactly. or something, something of that nature. And that's nature. why I didn't right. cut her off, because she did double back and like swoop in with she a person. She threw you another party? No, covering everyone's bill when it's your birthday or do you feel like everyone should pay for themselves? This is a hot topic, yeah. ladies. What do it you guys is, think? You know? Everyone should pay for themselves. <laughs> that's the answer. That's it. Close the book. Next topic. Okay. <laughs> I think everyone should pay for themselves. I think it's a situation where think about it if we're going out, period. You know, if we're going out in general, I'm not expecting, hey, let's go out to dinner. That means I'm paying for you and all our friends if we're deciding to go out for dinner. So why, if anything, a special moment like my birthday, mm -hmm. should I change the rules and say, for you coming, I'm going to pay for your, your meal. Okay. If anything, the friends are paying for me for my birthday, or we're splitting the tab and we're just having a good time. I'm not saying I have to go for free, but right. if you're coming yeah. with me, like, at least have the notion to say, I'm going to pay my way here to celebrate you. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. I feel like there's two different occasions, right? There is a dinner party that I have planned, mm -hmm. and then there's birthday dinner. Mm -hmm. So, if I do a dinner party where I got the letters, my name, and the flowers, and the little invitation and the menu on the table, mm -hmm. and I'm telling you this is the set mm -hmm. menu, then I will cover that. And well, if I have event. a man, mm -hmm. I feel like my boyfriend should be covering that. <laughs> but if I don't have a man, I'm going to cover that. Because mm -hmm. I'm inviting you out to this event that I'm throwing. But mm -hmm. if we all say, hey, it's my birthday, Brie, let's go out to eat, then right. I do agree mm -hmm. that everybody should pay for themselves, and y'all should be paying for me, because it's my That's birthday. Right. I mean, if you have good friends, they should definitely be paying for you, yeah. but I don't require that. It would be a nice right. treat, and it's definitely something I would do, but I like that you brought up relationships, because this is how <laughs> I feel. So let's say that I'm talking to a guy or something like that, mm -hmm. and I'm at my birthday dinner. Maybe he couldn't make it. He's in another state or something like that. But, you know, I feel like you should be cash-apping me, zelling me the money to cover the whole bill if you really mess with me like that because it's my birthday. Like, yeah, I don't even mm -hmm. want to have to ask. I just want it to just come. And if you don't have a man, somebody other man go pay for it. <laughs> 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 just look across the room. <laughs> 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 I'm like, honestly, I'm playing. I'm playing.
play. I like to entertain. So when my friends come, I do pay. But what I love about my friends is it's not expected. Like they are offering. Like you want me to get it? Like something yes. like that, and I'll get it. And sometimes they may surprise me and be like, "I'm gonna pay for you. Don't worry about it." Yes. So in that case, I kind of do host because we're probably doing a lot of things, and I don't want it to become too expensive mm -hmm. for them. And I'm just trying to have everybody having a good time, not pocket watching or trying to worry about anything. And another yeah. thing is, I do have a boyfriend, and he spoils me, so they reap the benefits of that. <laughs> so they're spoiled too. So whenever my man comes, whether it's a birthday dinner or mm -hmm. not, he pays for everybody. But again, what I like about my friends is they don't expect my man to. They don't come no, in there with attitudes saying, oh, why he didn't pay for this? Mm -hmm. Usually no. he pay for no. But he, they are spoiled again, and he covers everything. Yeah. When we yeah. talk about mm -hmm. friends, though, yes. in this conversation, somehow broke friends always tend to come up. Or, you know, as we like to call them here, our economically challenged friends. How do you consider them, or do you consider mm -hmm. them, when you are Hell playing yeah. these events? Yeah, I well, I, I don't call my friends broke. They may not have it at that time, and we go, that's something we'll talk about. Like, hey, we're going here. They understand the price of where we're yeah. going. And if I have to, there was times where I slid my card to somebody, or I'll be like, don't worry about it, I got it. But that we're not doing it in front of everybody at the table because I'm not down for embarrassing my friends. Thanks. Again, I want my friends to come and have a good time. We're not doing it. I've been the broke friend, especially when I was in getting my master's degree. That means at this point, everyone's Ooh, grown. Master's degree. Okay. Drop it. That <laughs> master's degree determined oh, a lot of loans, baby. Joe Biden. You guys. Regardless, though, at that point, everyone is grown. People are doing their own yeah. thing. Everyone has jobs, and I, I had a job before then, and then I had to go to, to school full time. So no job. Two years, getting this degree, I was the stru what do you call it? Economically, Economically challenged. challenged. <laughs> I was a broke friend. Yeah. <laughs> I was a broke friend. And yeah. my friends really, really stuck up for me at that point. Like, we still went out, we still did the same sort of things, and they had my back multiple times. And there are certain times where I had to be the one to say, no, I'm not gonna go. And I think the onus sometimes needs to be on the friend to say, I know you would get you would do me, you would like kind of cover me. But I don't want to expect that. I can say no, mm -hmm. and this might be a thing I and can't do. And that makes you do it. Yeah. It's okay. So for right. me, it's like if you really have good friends, everybody should understand out. this. But let me tell you like this: <laughs> when you come in out of town on a vacation, right, and you try not to spend any money in Las Vegas where I live, mm -hmm. right, like I'm not having that. Like yeah, I had some like, friends one time. It. No, because I had some friends one time. We were walking around Caesar's Palace, and they were like, "Well, I want a Snickers bar, right?" And so they're like, but we don't want to buy it here because it's $6. We want to go to the gas station. Can you drive us to the gas station? I'm like, bro, that, now that's that broke behavior. Stop it. You know where you're at. You know how much it costs. Like, you stop playing that. So speaking of vacations, you brought that up. Let's throw destination weddings in the mix, y'all. Mm. Do you think the bride and groom should cover or sponsor everyone's travel expenses when attending their wedding in a beautiful destination? What do you think? First of all, I think, like, with destination weddings, it's one of those things where it's like, again, that part, your presence is the gift. You can't necessarily expect me to pay for travel, hotel, you know, take days off, you know, depending on what people what people pockets are really like. And then on top of that, bring a gift and potentially pay for the bride and groom. Like, it's not happening. I'm not expecting the bride and groom to pay for me, but I'm not paying for anything else except me being there, sand, feet in the beach, <laughs> right, right. watching you renew your vows or whatever you want to do and call it a day. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Health insurance plans come with deductibles and claims processes that are confusing and expensive. 
CrowdHealth puts you back in control of your health care. Each member gets a personal care advocate and access to thousands of other members ready to help pay for large health expenses. Visit joincrowdhealth.com and use code HEALTH to get your first three months for just $99 per month. That's joincrowdhealth.com code HEALTH. CrowdHealth is not health insurance. It's a totally different way of paying for health care. Terms and conditions may apply. If you invite me on your destination wedding, and mm-hmm. this is quid pro quo, because if I invite you, I'm paying for your flights, I'm paying for your bridesmaids' dresses. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to be stressed whatsoever, because oh. I have been stressed out by people who've invited me to destination weddings, and I'm shelling out for the flight. And this is when I did not have barely any money, but I love you as a friend, so I want to be there to support you. But you killing my pockets, and then I got to take time off work when I could be visiting my family, but yeah. instead I'm sitting here for the ceremony, and I love you, but, you know, I'll send you a gift next time, but I had to learn that. Okay, well, my rule is, and it's just for traveling period, and you get your flight. And I will make sure that I tell you in a timely matter where you could get an affordable flight. Mm-hmm. Now, when we get there, of course, I'm going to pay for the Airbnb or the hotel and stuff like that. If we have a chef, you don't got to worry about food. Now, if you want to go shopping, that's your expenses. Yeah. You pay for that. But I like Chanel too. Okay. Okay. I need okay. you to pay for it. No, we're not going to pay. But with my wedding, I am going to pay for activities like ski, yes. like ski yes. jet skis, mm-hmm. things like that. I will pay because I don't want you to say you're not going to come. Because yeah. I want it to be a group thing. I want the group picture. So I will pay for activities. I will pay for the Airbnb, but that flight, baby, you got to get the flight. Because it is a destination wedding, that's like a little extra vacation. Yeah. So for me, I will pay for my flight and my hotel, mm-hmm. but I want you to cover anything yeah. expenses dealing mm-hmm. with the wedding, the wedding. or group yep. party, yeah. ex- like, group like you said, the, the excursions, things mm-hmm. like that. But I'm the type of bride that will purposely book a destination wedding because I don't want everybody at my wedding that's, anyway. That's why I eliminate a lot of people. I want it to be a bacchanal. Everybody. Hey. I'm your new neighbor, Jabari. Nice to meet you. I met him. Girl, is that your neighbor? Yeah. He's cute. Then what happened? Then I just took her home. In an Uber, right? Slept on the back of my bike. You rode a bitch home on your pegs? Welcome back to Black Girl Stuff. That was Kid Cudi starring in Intergalactic. The visual version of his latest album is turning heads on Netflix. And our girl Kennedy is back in the house to talk about the film and so much more. Thank you for stopping by, Kennedy. Of course. Hey, ladies. Well, I am back with the goods on some of your favorite music artists. We get animated with Kid Cudi. Fat Joe talks hip-hop's upcoming 50th anniversary. And Mary J. Blige shares her family history to highlight Breast Cancer Awareness month. But first, let's check out this clip from creative innovator Kid Cudi. As you play a young artist who's struggling to balance love and success, how difficult was you, you know, in your own career trying to balance that early on? And did you apply that to your character in this series? I don't think I've ever had a problem juggling relationships and work in my personal life, but I felt that is something that a lot of people have to deal with. You know, I have friends that tell me like, and then they've had to break up with people because like they just weren't in the right place with the other person. I thought that that was a good angle. Just being young and single and you start a new job and you're in a new place in your life and you just got out of a relationship a couple months ago and, and you're not the type of guy that bounces from like one relationship to another. 
I wanted this, the, the, the story to start off with with Jabari with a, like a clean slate, mm-hmm. you know, and kind of just being this free spirit. I mean, when you talk about like romance, I feel like we can all relate to that. And yeah. his you know, story shows him kind of navigating through all yes. of it. And it can be really difficult when, you know, the only way to find love is to what? Swipe right, swipe, swipe left, right? Yeah. And so I, I love that he's showcasing that. I love that it's from a male perspective too, right? Because oftentimes when you hear that, it's women like kind of vying for love and wanting yeah. this and just yes. praying and wishing on a falling star. But mm-hmm. this is a guy who's saying, I'm going through this too and I want the real thing. Thing, so I love yeah. it. So I have to ask you guys, is it hard for you ladies to juggle a relationship and your career? I think it really is. Okay, hold on. One of my exes hit me up just recently and he was like, yeah, no chance there. And he was like, you need to come move with me to Baltimore. Like, come over here. And we're like, bro, what does Baltimore have to do with the entertainment industry? Like, right, absolutely nothing. Right, and it right. was, he's not even considering my aspirations and my career and my drive and I find mm-hmm. that's very difficult with a man because some guys are like, you know, I already got it. Mm-hmm. I don't need you to work. Come be where I'm at. I'm like, mm-hmm. no. I gotta hustle and work for mine. Right, like, right, right. I love that. I right. definitely agree with Demetria. I, I'm recently new in the dating pool, and so it's hard mm-hmm. to even make time to date because mm-hmm. it's like I'm working all day. I'm tired. I really don't want to go out and ask you what your favorite color is. <laughs> right. But even with that, yeah. with dating, guys have been like you said, told me like you know, well with me, I don't want you working that hard. And mm-hmm. it's like this not hard work. This is, I mean, it's hard work, but this mm-hmm. is my passion. So I'm not going mm-hmm. to lessen myself just to be That's at cool. your beck and call. For me, the type of man that I want. I really aspire to have that power couple dynamic. Yeah. It doesn't mean my power yeah. has to be his equal, more. I actually mm-hmm. don't want my power to be more than, but yeah. at the same time, I want him to respect my grind. Mm-hmm. And I feel like with me, career and relationships have been not seamless. I'm still out here dating as well, but mm-hmm. at least my exes or previous relationships, they've all been folks who love go-getter women, and they've right. been go-getter men. And that's kind of right. how I... Pick him out. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with you. Like, right. I, I, I want that empire, like that Beyonce and Jay-Z mm-hmm. type of thing. You know, I did try the whole at-home thing. I was home for like four years. I was put up. I did not know what the first was. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but now that I'm back to work, he does say things like, mm-hmm. well, you're tired now. You know, I'm not as, and I'm, and I'm just trying to balance on how I can do the mom thing, how I can still make sure that my man is being catered to and still mm-hmm. show up to work and give everything that I got. But I think mm-hmm. that now it's like, well, I've supported you for so long when I was home. I was there, like you said, at your beck and call. You wanted Mm -hmm. food, anything, Mm -hmm. I was there. So now, it's my turn. You gotta help mama get her career, too. And I I think that's the kind of person that you want in this entertainment industry. I Mm -hmm. can't even imagine. I know Kid Cudi says it hasn't been too crazy for him, but his friends, he mentioned, Mm -hmm. who have troubles. I mean, it's not easy, but Kennedy, you're not escaping this. (laughs) (laughs) I think think it's crucial that you find someone who gets your purpose, like, who understands why you're here, what you were created for, that, Mm -hmm. you know, this isn't just a job for us. It's Mm -hmm. our passion, it's our lives. Like, yeah. it's who we are, and I think finding someone who really understands that and all that encompasses, yes. which is key, right. that's, that's the dream for me, yes. you know? Right. Speaking <laughs> of love, Fat Joe talks passionately about his first experience with hip-hop. Check it out. Hip-hop celebrates its 50th anniversary next year. Do you remember the first hip-hop song that you heard and what impression that left on you? When you talk about hip-hop culture, I was born, could you imagine Anything that was moving or was hot in the world of hip-hop was right in my neighborhood. I would walk outside and see Grandmaster Flash. My grandmother's next-door neighbor was Mr. Ness. And, and so I grew up watching all these guys from day one. I'm so proud of hip-hop music 50 years later. It's the only natural resource the United States really has. Hip-hop was birthed here. It has fed millions of families. It has made 
millions and trillions of people happy. This is an amazing art form and culture that has just begun. Hip hop is the U.S.'s only natural, natural resource. resource. Those are big statements for yeah. me. Oh my goodness. You know, I, I think that's so accurate that's, though, because that. like you said, it was birth here in the U.S. and mm -hmm. not only do we use it and capitalize off of it here as a culture, but it's spread worldwide. Yeah. 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 I remember being in Paris and watching all these French people like rap Gucci man, I word for word. <laughs> and it's like, they don't even really know English, but they know what Gucci is rapping. Yes. Like they're rapping it yes. at his concert, word yes. for word. That's when I realized like, whoa, Hip-hop is global. It's yeah. global, yeah. and I love what he was talking about when, in terms of growing up and who he knew just by nature of being in the neighborhood. Like, I remember growing up in the Bronx, too. Every day, I feel like hip-hop was like a theme song, a new theme song yeah. to my life. Like, yeah. I would be walking yeah. to school, and you hear folks coming down with their boom Because one thing about us, like, they don't seem to care about everyone uh, everyone else's, like, walk to school or walk mm -hmm. their personal yeah. journey. Yeah. You're going to hear this song. You're going to yeah. hear me rapping on the corner. You're going to hear me doing my thing. So it was really mm -hmm. just a, a lively and upbeat type of neighborhood to be a part of daily and hip-hop really fueled that. I always loved how it made me move. You know, as a kid, babies mm -hmm. always got the bounce. Yeah. But it's like when my mom actually sat me down and said, they're actually telling a story, listen to it. And I was born, you know what I mean? I was born in the 90s, so it was Slick Rick. I didn't really understand everything because I was a kid. But it was like, I knew he was like, once upon a time, long time ago. He even told a bedtime story one time. He's like, can you tell me a bedtime story? He really gave us, and I feel like, that's what I love about hip-hop. It tells a story, and that's how we share and express ourselves mm -hmm. through music. Lastly, things got real in my conversation with Mary J. Blige, mm -hmm. who is shining a light on breast cancer awareness among black women. Take a look. You've partnered with Hologic to talk about, you know, encourage women to get their mammograms, to get their pap smears. Were you always diligent about getting screened? And if so, what changed and why? Well, what happened was, when I was growing up, no one spoke about mammograms or, you know, anything like that. And I went, I, I always go get my, my pap smears. And then mm -hmm. my um, doctor said, well, you should go get a mammogram as well. And so when Halaja came to me, I just had an aunt pass away from breast cancer and um, lung cancer. And I said, I'm, 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 I have to do this because in our community, in the African-American community, communities and homes, women don't speak about this. And then somebody just ups and dies. So that's why I thought it was important to me, you know, since I have this platform to not just use it for, you know, things of vanity, but use it for things that can help us to heal from the inside out. Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Health insurance plans come with deductibles and claims processes that are confusing and expensive. 
CrowdHealth puts you back in control of your healthcare. Each member gets a personal care advocate and access to thousands of other members ready to help pay for large health expenses. Visit joincrowdhealth.com and use code HEALTH to get your first three months for just $99 per month. That's joincrowdhealth.com code HEALTH. CrowdHealth is not health insurance. It's a totally different way of paying for health care. Terms and conditions may apply. So powerful. Yeah. I love that she said how she's using her platform to for a higher purpose, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she's really saving lives. Mm-hmm. When you think about how black women are killed at higher rates when it comes to cervical cancer, mm-hmm. breast cancer. So she's doing some amazing work amazing over work. there, yeah. Mary J. Blige. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, mm-hmm. so my great-grandmother and um, her daughter, my grandmother, they mm-hmm. both have their left breast cut off. So most mm-hmm. of the women in our family, it's the left breast. And, I, and I'm not sure why it's the left and not the right, mm-hmm. but like I have to get checked because mm-hmm. I I want to catch it early if I if I have to. Mm-hmm. And as a kid, I didn't really understand seeing my grandmother have to put a bra on with an artificial breast in it. You know, mm-hmm. I used to make fun, like, why well, put your titty on? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I did, but mm-hmm. growing up, you know, I, I felt like she didn't show me the pain, but imagine your confidence and yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. As a woman, we yeah. like to be curvy and things like that. How but, old were you, Tori, when you guys started having those conversations in your family about getting checked and, you know, I making young, sure? because mm-hmm. I've seen it. I grew up with her, and right. I was like, oh, I, this is my genes. I could have right. it, too. Mm-hmm. So I automatically, I, I got a breast augmentation. I, I definitely want to get checked. And mm-hmm. I asked them before they put it in. I made sure that they, that we put it in to where, because you could do behind the muscle or mm-hmm. in front of the oh, muscle, God. so that when they scream mm-hmm. me, we could see what's going on mm-hmm. in the breast. Yes, these conversations are so needed and so powerful. Next, we sit down with B. Simone, who is intent on finding happy. Keep it locked for more BGS. The guy you want from me doesn't exist. Plus, I'm in Atlanta. I told you, that was my sister. Y'all don't even look alike. We got different daddies. Being picky is not a luxury I have right now. I've told you time and time again, the only man you can depend on is Jesus. Jesus. Amen. (laughs) Welcome back to Black Girl Stuff. That was our next guest doing her big one in her latest TV series, B. Simone. Welcome to the BGS house. Welcome, B. Hey, y'all. Black Girl Stuff. I'm like, I'm a black girl. Have me on the show. And you got a lot of stuff to say. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna get right into it. So, Aww. B, we have watched your journey so far, so long, from social media to yeah. now. You have two major shows. Yeah. You put in a lot of work. Like, how does it feel to have your own TV series? You are the lead on Bounce Network's Finding Happy. Yeah, it was so dope. Oh my gosh, you so look good. freaking dope. Yes. That's a yeah. um, this is my first time leading a show. So, you know, I've done movies and shows, but never like a lead role. So I was scared, but I feel like I did really, really well. I love that the show is called Finding Happy. When in real life did you feel like you found your own happy? Ooh, I feel like it changes. Mm. As soon as I find my happy, I change. Or the things that used to make me happy don't make me happy no more. Okay, so how, what was there there a moment? You You gotta find yourself. Like, you gotta see who you are in that chapter of your life and where you are in that moment and do things that you feel like make you happy. And the only way to do that is to try things. If you're not trying stuff, you're not gonna know who you are. Like, I got it to sound bowls and meditation and then I went to this other class I was like okay this is not the class for me (laughs) (laughs) this is kind of culty so you got to try and see what you like and stick to that what's so difficult about dating in Atlanta Mm. I think it's the industry we're in Mm. on top of Atlanta being black Hollywood on top of just our age range it's it's a lot it's stressful do you think it's harder for women 
Yes. Why? <laughs> That's tell the truth. Because <laughs> I feel like, first of all, it's so many of us, mm -hmm. and yes. there's mm -hmm. less, like, well, they say the ratio is, you know, oh. what is it? Does anybody know the ratio? Like, less. <laughs> Just <laughs> bad. <laughs> Just <laughs> bad. Ten women, one yes. man. Okay. Yes. Jesus. <laughs> Ten to one. I don't know if that's true, y'all. <laughs> don't quote me, but... Yeah, I think it is harder. Mm -hmm. And you just have to put yourself in rooms with like-minded men. Mm -hmm. So if you keep going to the same place and you're like, well, there ain't no men out there. Well, you're at the club every Saturday. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you're in you're the right. same... They're not at the hookah You're right. They're not smoking Wait, so hookah every night. You're like-minded men. What rooms would they be Girl, in? I'm trying to figure it out. Okay. okay. So yeah. I'm, I'm trying to go to more uh, basketball sweeps, okay. basketball games, yes. sports events, soccer games. I love it. Entrepreneur seminars. Yeah. So you looking for an athlete or what? No, I'm looking okay. for a man. Okay. <laughs> Not a little boy, a grown man. Okay. He, he ain't got to be an athlete. I'm just saying, grown. Okay. I ain't going to be talking. I'm going to be at the game, not talking right, to the right. ones on the field. You might have to manifest it. Yeah. I'm trying to talk to the ones in the suites that yes. own the stadium, yes. not that's okay. playing. The owners. Now, now we're talking bees, big bees, right. millions. There we go. Okay, so it's no secret that you're all about a good manifestation. Yes. And it's clearly working, girl, because you got two hit TV shows. You got Be Simone Beauty. Girl, you selling out comedy shows. Yes. You racking it up on Instagram. You Ooh, know? I need to take you everywhere with me. Yes. So when they're like, come into the stage. Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Tell us the prayer. Let us in on the prayer mm. that you manifest. Girl, I don't have, it ain't a I mean, it is a prayer, I guess. The affirmations yeah. and me and Bree made vision boards years ago, and mm -hmm. everything that is on my vision board literally happened. But y'all gotta be specific, because yeah, on my be vision specific. board it says trending. I should have said positive <laughs> trending, <laughs> <laughs> not just the word trending. Right. That was trending, trending and I was canceled for about a year. So you gotta be okay. specific. On Bree's vision board, it yeah. said revolt on mm -hmm. her vision board yeah. that we made years ago. That we made together, and yeah, now I'm on BGS. Yeah. So like she said, it's about being specific yeah. about yeah. what you want. And with mm -hmm. manifestation, I don't want people to get confused like you're all these spirits and people are like is that of the devil or whatever people were like is that not of god That's to me prayer. Yeah. yeah prayer mm -hmm. my yeah. definition of manifestation is literally it's in the word faith without works is dead so mm -hmm. you have faith you do the work you believe it you speak it and right. you work towards that so i got yeah. a question do you think that this generation is manifesting their lives through the music that they're singing because you know when you say it out word it's a lot of power you in can't the word, you in can't the just believe in manifestation when it's the good stuff uh -huh. you've got to believe in it when it's mm -hmm. the bad stuff too so yeah. Your nicknames, your your music you listen to, the things you're saying every day. Uh, I'm broke. I'm broke. Man, my account isn't okay. You're gonna still. You just spoke about canceling. You know yeah. the cancel culture yeah. now, and mm -hmm. you've had some really high highs where everybody, you know, was all be Simone selling out everything Ooh, online, yeah. and then you had some lows where just off of one thing, people yeah. can like cancel yep. you. So how, as an influencer or somebody in the industry, do you keep your energy or your own peace yeah. in them times where popularity is wavering? Yeah, you know. Mm -hmm. It's literally wavering because people are episodic. One day they love you, then the next day they, they hate, hate you. you. And yes. it's like, yes. okay, I can't please y'all. Mm -hmm. At this point, I'm trying to please God. If He knows my heart, my heart is pure, my intention is pure. Mm -hmm. But I, I always had a high, like high, high, like doing real good in my career. Then a low, low before I made it. I never had a high, low. Mm. So you're at your height yeah. of your career, and then something bad happens. Oh so that was goodness. the first time I was like. A high-low was a different feeling, so that was very yeah. hard to maneuver through. I'm still kind of coming out of that. What was different about that feeling specifically? Was it the fact that other people knew about your lows, or what? Well, I think 
what got me to this point was being myself, being right. open, no filter, right. having fun mm -hmm. on the internet with no makeup, in my Toyota with three hubcaps, <laughs> just saying whatever. <laughs> and then I got canceled. I was so scared to talk. Mm -hmm. So it pushed me into not being myself and not being who God called me to be, mm -hmm. what got me to this point. Right. So I had to work through that, working through being like, okay, still, you know, walk in your truth, be yourself. Everybody's not going to like you. That was a moment. Yep. Your intentions were pure. You learned from it and you move forward. So still trying to be a light to my following without being so scared because I got into a shell for yeah. a very long time. Do you think that just with your experience of that, going from the high to the low, yeah. have you found like a just new appreciation for other people who've been absolutely canceled? Do you feel that people who've been totally canceled, you know, for maybe terrible reasons, deserve a chance at redemption? What? Or there's some people that just deserve Girl, to be canceled I be seeing altogether. so much stuff on the blogs. I'd be like, I wasn't there. I don't know. <laughs> that, that was none of my business. Yeah. They were like, what you think about? I'm like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. They, you know, yeah. literally I have so much sympathy and empathy for people that mm -hmm. are going through stuff in the media because you, tr there's no way to know the whole truth. truth. Mm -hmm. yes. If you're not in it, there's no way mm -hmm. to know. How do you fight not being jaded though? Because you've been burned before. You see what the low is like. You've obviously worked hard to get back to high and, and get back to people knowing your yeah, true self. Yeah. How do you still be so open and ready to yeah, talk and yeah. laugh and just be excited about life in that way, in the public eye? It's who I am. Okay. It's like when you know your purpose, who God calls you to be, I have no choice. Yeah, I can't right. be scared of that. Like, mm -hmm. I have no choice. If I don't, I feel like I have this, like, energy in me that needs to come out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, that's literally my purpose, to talk, to speak, to tell my testimony. I'm a stand-up comedian. I have to, yeah. Yeah. I have to. Yeah. I have, you know, I'm, I have to be personable. That's what got me to this point. So you focus on that. When you know your purpose. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. And you focus on the end goal, you know the end vision. Anything that doesn't get you to that, doesn't align with that, you don't do it. For me, I mean, I'm just curious, like, how do you always stay ahead of the curve? I know you were one of the first influencer, comedian, actresses yeah. to start charging, actually, <laughs> right? For your close friends on social media? media. Yeah. yeah, I mean, tell us about that. I actually saw a couple people had did mm -hmm. it before me, but I actually, I just, this is about to be the year anniversary. I started it last November, mm -hmm. and I have, like, 4,000 people in this community. Okay. And I started it to feel safe. If I'm charging for this content, they really, like, F with me. Mm -hmm. I can give them all of me without them judging me. Like, mm -hmm. it's like a safe place. I was be saying stuff on Close Friends. I'm like, don't screen record this. Don't put yeah. this. Yes. I don't want this on the stage room. I'm just yes. venting to y'all, to my community. Yeah. It was like a safe space for me to slowly come back into who I, you know, who I, I am. And you motivate a lot of your close friends. Yeah. Like, it's not just fun turn up stuff. For you do sure. free seminars at once a Every month, month we do a webinar once a month. Yep. Yeah, so I love that. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of your drive and your motivation, we just wow. got to call out the fact that you look snatched. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. From the front and the back. Thank okay. you. And um, so obviously from your, your weight journey, your health journey is something that's really commendable. But mm -hmm. I would say you never really looked the stereotypical overweight. Right. right. So what really prompted you to say, even though I'm not, let's say, called on or picked on or looked at at someone that's outside the stereotypical norm, uh -huh. why did you still decide to say, you know what, I'm going to make my health a priority and I'm yeah. going to do it this way? With every monthly bill, like rent and car payments, you know exactly what you're getting when you pay for it. But health insurance plans feel like the total opposite. They're confusing and expensive. Then when you actually have to use your benefits, there are deductibles, claims, processes, and other red tape to deal with. But CrowdHealth puts you back in control of your health care. CrowdHealth is simple, transparent, and affordable. 
As a member, you'll get a personal care advocate who is with you every step of the way to help navigate the complexities of health events. They'll even negotiate bills on your behalf and could save you thousands of dollars in the process. Plus, you'll get access to thousands of other members who are ready to help pay for large health expenses. Experience healthcare freedom with CrowdHealth. Visit joincrowdhealth.com and use code HEALTH to get your first three months for just $99 per month. That's joincrowdhealth.com code HEALTH. CrowdHealth is not health insurance. It's a totally different way of paying for healthcare. Terms and conditions may apply. Well, they, girl, they picked up me on Wild and Out. They did? Like, what? I came back look, 15 pounds heavier. Yeah. They was like, be some old rookie. She came back looking like she had a whole box of cookies. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ. Um, it was internal, really. I was going through such like a heartbreak, a bad breakup, and I, inside, I didn't feel good. So right. I used that as like an outlet. I would cry in the gym. Sometimes I still do. Me too, Like, girl. if I'm stressed, I'd be in the gym like, ah. But it's like it relates to your life. Like if I can push through this pain, mm-hmm. I can push through emotional pain. I agree. I feel better. Everybody's like, you're glowing, you lost so much weight. I'm like, this started internal. Like yeah. once I start healing internally, it changed outward. Yeah. It made it easier for you yeah. to get up in the morning. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Do and it. I feel like that's what the gym is for me. I, when I feel like the whole world is uncontrollable, I can't control what's going on around me. I can control me getting up and yep. going to the gym and yep. just getting that aggression yep. out. Yep. So that's definitely a healthy outlet. Yeah. Okay, well, be small. thank you so much for stopping by the BGS house. Everyone, make sure you catch all new episodes of Finding Happy, airing every single Saturday at 8 p.m. only on Bounce TV. Yeah. Up next, we sit down with Des Dior and we talk about her impact on the ATL. Don't go too far, y'all. We'll be right back with more Black Girl stuff. label me as a fashion girl, but I want people to know I'm handling my music. The numbers don't lie. We're the elite now. You got to spend money to make money. Yeah. Only the beginning. We're not scared to break the rules, you know? We want what we want. So Black Girl Stuff, that was a clip of our next guest who has truly been making an impact on Atlanta. Welcome to the BGS house. Not the two, but the one, Des Dior. Hey, y'all. Okay, Des, so you are one of the cast members on BET's The Impact Atlanta, along with Ari Fletcher, Jada Chivas, and Arrogant Tay. In the first episode, you know, conflict does arise between some of your castmates. And I got to know, you know, in the world of influencers do you feel like there's often a lot of competition well i can only really speak for myself i feel like there is you know competition but let me speak for myself i don't compete with nobody like i stay in my lane like i stand on stand true to myself i don't never get caught up in nobody else's success the only person i'm trying to be better than is the person okay i was you know what i'm saying so they do say though there's like no friends in the game but you and yeah yeah okay so go ahead day ones is your only friend but like the other people, you know, y'all just really associates. It's like a little friendly. Mm-hmm. How has it helped you being friends with Jada from, like, childhood, before the whole, before Instagram, period? I feel like it helped because people really don't get to see, like, a real friendship. Mm-hmm. So people yeah. being able to, like, witness that in real time, it, like, definitely helped both of us. How do you, like, weed out those people, the newcomers that are coming and like, oh, I want to be friends with Des Dior, and they do everything to prove their friendship, <laughs> but they're not necessarily real, and they just want to be around <laughs> you okay. so they could get popping, too? Or is it no new friends? Like, what's your take on that? I'm definitely open to like new friends because some people come in your life and they could like you know I can meet somebody yeah. last week yeah. and they yeah. be like the best thing like they be super close like I've been to them 
So you're open still I'm to I'm definitely open, but I feel like people who are opportunists in my life X themselves out. Mm -hmm. Okay. You know? How do they X themselves out, though? They just might do some shit, and I... But I feel like a woman in your position, mm -hmm. I mean, you know, I'm sure the DM's just blowing up, right? And I'm not trying to get into no specifics, but I'm just wondering, how do you <laughs> deal with that? I mean, I feel like a lot of guys might just want to be around you because they might want to be a groupie too or just yeah, get popular. No. Like, what's that about? I rarely, like, meet people in my DM and just, mm -hmm. like, link up. It's always somebody, like... I might have a makeup artist and she mm -hmm. was doing my makeup oh. and then we just became friends. Yeah. Or right. a hairstylist yeah. and we became friends. But it's never on the regular. Yeah, mm -hmm. but it's never me just going through my DMs but what about and somebody said they want to hang with me. What about with men? Like with is men? it the same thing? Like, yeah. Um, you know, dudes, they be cool, but if you a bad bitch, you gotta be ready for a guy to like try to talk to you. <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. So you so, know. It's regular. It's yeah, regular. Like, like good guys. But like, like, you know. When I'm working with guys on like a work basis, like yeah. artist shit, then yeah, like we can get in the studio, for okay. sure. But let's well, keep it work-related. But they really can't do that, because, right. you know, you're a bad bitch. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we know you're a big social media influencer, and mm -hmm. it is a lot of work, and people don't understand the consistency it takes. What would you say to those people who say that social media influencers are getting paid, basically, to do nothing? Being a bad bitch ain't easy. I <laughs> like, being a bad bitch ain't easy. Like, it's it not. still takes consistency. Mm -hmm. It still takes, like, courage. You got to get up every day. Mm -hmm. You might feel like shit this day, but you got to get this post mm -hmm. out by okay. 5 p.m. So you got to get your ass up. Exactly. And you got to figure out how to make it work. Mm. Everything in life, like, you know, it comes with its ups and downs. And I don't think people really, like, realize that until they are placed in that position to do this, yeah. you know? It's just like working a nine to five. You got to get up. You got to show up. Yeah. You got to hold yourself accountable and all of that. Yeah, and being a bad bitch is a full-time job. It's a full-time <laughs> job. And like, you know, everybody who has a job got that one thing they hate about that job. Exactly, so, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> what's the part you hate about being about a bad bitch? <laughs> The main part I really don't like is people just automatically feel like you're supposed to just overshare, mm -hmm. you know? Okay. Like, I'm a private person, so they just naturally feel like I'm supposed to get on the internet and just pour everything on there, get on there, oh, yeah, today I'm drinking Dasani. Mm -hmm. okay. That's not me. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, I'm so glad so, you said that because we were already like, okay, that's is super private. Yeah. And I know that you say it on the show, too. Yeah. How important is privacy to you because you know, girl, you broke up with Future, yeah. and the world didn't even know that was happening. I My privacy is my peace. Mm -hmm. So, like, I'm gonna do anything to protect that. Like, if I don't have to get on here and share it with y'all, if it's not, like, mandatory that y'all know, if it's mm -hmm. not already out there, like, I ain't trying to take back something that y'all already know. Sure. But, right. like, if it ain't already out there, I don't, just don't feel the need to share with people I just don't know. Do you um, feel the need to clear things up, though? If things I don't even out. feel the need to clear things up, because mm -hmm. it's like... Believe what you want to believe. I'm mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. yeah. And shit. Life Cause goes on. Cause even, if, even if I got on there and cleared it up or said something to like stand in my defense, people gonna still be like, oh, she's lying or oh, this, this, and that. I'm just gonna continue to get up every day and win in your face and you just... Period. Yeah. Well, clear clear something up for us. Are you single? Are you dating? What's what's up? I am single, <laughs> you know. I'm single. So we all know that you did date our hip-hop toxic king. Yeah. So would that say that women like... Do we like toxic men? What would you say your toxic trait is? <laughs> or what toxic trait do y'all like in, 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 <laughs> men? in a man? He wasn't toxic with me. He was okay. the sweetest okay. person ever, but but you know they gave him that title, but we yeah, because yeah. the cute memes that they. But that's yeah. good that you say yeah. that because people don't often hear that side of him. Yeah, he's they actually very nice. He's sweetheart. But let's talk about the music. Right. You, know, I mean, yeah. you had some amazing, <laughs> yeah. amazing yes. projects. 
very raw. Yes. All right, and you're an independent artist, though. Yes. And that comes with its own struggles. Mm -hmm. I mean, what are some of the mm -hmm. challenges you've faced as an independent artist? Being an independent artist comes with, like, a lot of challenges, but mm, one of my main ones is sometimes I feel like my, I want my marketing to be, like, mm -hmm. way up here. Like, mm -hmm. I may not get, like, all the playlists that I want. I may mm -hmm. not get all, like, put on all the platforms that a signed artist would be or, like, you know, be able to, like, do certain things that a signed artist would. But it's beauty in being independent yeah. because I have a lot of creativity. Another thing is, like, budgeting. You got to, like, really, really budget it out because it gets really, really expensive mm -hmm. while maintaining my, like, regular lifestyle on every day yeah. and investing into my career. Like, it gets really hard. Tell us real quick about, like, what can we expect from this season of the Impact ATL? I was supposed to go to sleep hours ago. <laughs> I was up just watching the episodes. I'm like, wait, these people are so entertaining, but yes. it's so real. It's not over the top, no. right? I which, like I, which I like, so. Everybody literally right. are, like, their own person. It gives you a lot of different personalities and it's in different. one show. Exactly. Which you Open us up, up to us on the show? Oh, y'all. Like, okay, I am going to open up to y'all yeah. more, but this, like, recording this season was really, like, scary for me. Like, yeah. it was my first time doing mm -hmm. reality TV. Cameras in your face every single day. Mm -hmm. Like, it was a lot to get used to, but I feel like I did open up a, a little bit, you know? But you know, like, reality okay. TV, sometimes they try to pit, you know, friends against each other, so. Oh, no. You know they, what I mean? Sometimes they, they, they can't do that. They can't do that. by the BGS house. Now, BG fam, you know you gotta catch the new Impact Atlanta show. It's streaming right now on BET Plus. And up next, we got our BG boss of the week. So stay tuned for more Black Girl stuff. Do we have a problem? I don't call the peasants. You know that I'm unproblematic. Been doing me, I've been paving the way. Bitches took the wrong path, so pathetic. From the start, I always knew I was one of the ones. Why these bitches keep coming in second? That's where I'm wild with it. With every monthly bill, like rent and car payments, you know exactly what you're getting when you pay for it. But health insurance plans feel like the total opposite. They're confusing and expensive. Then when you actually have to use your benefits, there are deductibles, claims, processes, and other red tape to deal with. But CrowdHealth puts you back in control of your health care. CrowdHealth is simple, transparent, and affordable. As a member, you'll get a personal care advocate who is with you every step of the way to help navigate the complexities of health events. They'll even negotiate bills on your behalf and could save you thousands of dollars in the process. Plus, you'll get access to thousands of other members who are ready to help pay for large health expenses. Experience healthcare freedom with CrowdHealth. Visit joincrowdhealth.com and use code HEALTH to get your first three months for just $99 per month. That's joincrowdhealth.com code HEALTH. Crowd Health is not health insurance. It's a totally different way of paying for health care. Terms and conditions may apply. amazing Solange knows and she has been out here making every little black girl proud. Our good sis Solange can now add composer to her list of accomplishments as she is the first African-American woman composer for the New York City Ballet. Solange says long ago I decided that it was important for me to create the work and spaces that I wanted to be a part of. Well Solange we thank you for remaining true to your art and inspiring the masses. You are forever a BG boss.
boss. Yeah. Oh man, you know when there's a project being released from Solange, it's gonna be so creative and innovative. Yes. I absolutely appreciate her 100%. Mm -hmm. I'm a Solange fan. You gotta yes. appreciate yes. someone who yes. stays true to themselves mm -hmm. despite being like, you know, you can easily be convinced or mm -hmm. decide to say, you know what, I'm gonna be like the masses. But mm -hmm. she's like her own person yeah. and she is definitely successful in it. Definitely in her own lane and very unapologetically herself. Well, mm -hmm. she's not alone in that. Demetria, mm -hmm. we hear your BG boss is yes. doing something incredible for young black girls. Yes, that's right, my BG boss is Aisha Ash. She is the founder of the Swan Dream Projects, which encourages African-American children to start ballet. Aisha says, my goal is to convey the message that beauty and talent are not constrained by race or socioeconomic status. Aisha Ash has also gone on to win various awards for her work with children and for her impact in the world of ballet. Most recently, she became the first African-American female faculty member at the School of American Ballet. Aisha Ash, continue keeping us on your heels and we salute you for being a BG boss. No, yes. We don't that's have sick. a lot of African-American women dominating that field of arts, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So that's really dope. To see what yeah. Solange yeah. is doing, Aisha Ash, yeah. and I feel like that's going to nurture this young group of children to become more like Misty Copeland. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Exactly. She's making history as well. I was going to say, Demetria, there's a whole movement on TikTok of black girls that do ballet yes. that are doing choreography to hip-hop songs. I love so that. So they're merging right different aspects of the culture with something historically that's kept us very out. Yeah. out. So I think that that's so big and that's so awesome. Especially in a genre of music and a genre of dance that has historically been very marginalized for black women. It's specifically not only just because of the cost of taking mm -hmm. ballet, but oh, also yeah. the, the figure, the type of folks that they would say, mm -hmm. who can be a stereotypical ballet dancer? It's typically not, you know, black women's stereotypical physique. And so just to have these women mm -hmm. from the outside in, from the teachers down mm -hmm. to the students, down mm -hmm. to folks who are influencing in the dance world, mm -hmm. is just incredible to see. It's gonna change the face of ballet literally. And that's yeah. what we're here to do yeah. as black women, yeah. yeah. to change the faces, y'all. Yes. And that's all we have for this show for now, but we would love to thank our guests for tonight, B. Simone, Desior, and our very own Kennedy Rue yeah. for keeping it real with her chronicles, y'all. Until next time, see you next time. Bye. Your eyes on me, eyes on me, Get it, don't be timid when you win it, Takes a lot to inside me, baby. Give it all you got. I'm a tough cookie, baby. Get the right. AT&T Fiber presents a straightforward moment. Your wine? Thanks. I'll pretend I know what I'm doing before saying it's good. And I'll pretend I don't know you're pretending. Are you a gagillionaire? Yeah, I have AT&T Fiber. The straightforward pricing has inspired me to be more straightforward. Me too. Ugh, this wine. I'll fetch you a better one. Straightforward is better. No equipment fees, no data caps, no price increase at 12 months. Live like a gagillionaire with AT&T Fiber. Limited availability in select areas. Visit att.com slash hypergig for details. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. At participating McDonald's.